No, distractions come in life. I mean, it's just part of it. Uh, you, you hear me, and uh, more lately in this last year, uh, about tribulations. Uh, and that scripture just stands out to me that, you know, the Bible says it don't matter about the tribulation. Just go ahead and cheer anyway. Hallelujah. It uh, kind of reminds you of, ball, uh, 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 of a team, I mean, you know, your, your, your favorite sports team, so to speak, and it don't matter. How far they're behind, you get frustrated and you get aggravated when they miss a tackle or they throw an interception or they let somebody break along, but you still don't give up on them. You might say you do during that frustration, during that time of when it's not so good, when, when they're, you know, running up and down the field at will and, you know, just really enjoying uh, the game. But when, when, they, when they're losing and when they're not playing well, you get frustrated, you get you get tested. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, serving God is easy, and I'm never going to change that statement. Serving God is easy. It's the tribulations that you don't enjoy. Amen. So I want to encourage you tonight. Don't forget that you're the righteousness of God. Amen. Don't forget that while you're being tested, while you're being tried. Amen. While there's some things going on, it's unpleasant, and, uh, you know, they even stink, and they're nasty, and you don't want to handle them, and they don't, you, you know, nothing's good, good about Just go ahead and cheer anyway, because he said, be of good cheer when, when you fall, uh, you know, when you fall into these temptations. And, and, and it's a good thing to be aware that, that, you know, they're coming, because the word tells us tribulations will come, but go ahead and be of good cheer, for we have overcome. You, See, that's good news. Amen. You know, and we don't ever need to forget that we are the righteousness of God. See, what you got to understand is we live in this sin, a sin-run world. Amen. It's sin-filled. Amen. Everywhere you look, you can see it, you can smell it, you can watch people act in it. They'll try to get you involved in it if all possible. But you know, and it's run by a bunch of fallen angels that are not going to help you any. You need to understand that. Just like we preached this morning, you know, making bad choices is not going to bless you. It's not going to forward you off, uh, uh, forward you in life any. It's going to, uh, the, the evil comes to bring destruction. I ask you to write that down somewhere in your Bible or in a note. Maybe go home and put it on your refrigerator. Any evil that you're going to mess with is going to bring a fall. It's not going to encourage you. It's not going to lift you. It's not going. It's not going to bring a blessing. Amen. Amen. So we got we got to understand that these fallen angels and and you're hated by them. You got to understand that you have an enemy. Amen. Yeah. And that uh, uh, and he hates you and he hates the one who created you and put you here on this earth. And so that that's just the bottom line of this thing. We we know we live in a in a sin filled world. We know it's run by sin-filled people. And the thing is, we keep forgetting during that, just like we was talking about the tribulations and stuff we're going to go through, we can't, for, we can't forget we're still the righteousness of God. We can't forget that God still loves us. We can't forget that God still has his hand upon us. We can't forget that God's still watching after us. Amen. Amen. We, we got to understand, yeah, I'm tested. Yeah, I'm tried. But God still loves me. And I'm still the righteousness of God. Not anything that I had to buy, purchase, or, or, or live a, court, a certain way to get it, he's going to love me regardless of what I say. 
I'm going to be the righteousness of God regardless of what's going on in this world. Uh, you, you know, and we got to understand that. It's a reality that we need to come to. We live in a sin-filled world, but the Bible says don't take part in it. Stay righteous. Understand. I, I, well, that wasn't even the right way to say it. Not stay right. Just keep understanding. I'm the righteousness of God regardless of what's going on in my life. How, it don't matter how many trials and tests I'm facing. I'm still the righteousness of God. God is still protecting me. God has not forgotten me. How many in a test or a trial? It's okay to raise your hand. God, where are you? God, what happened? He's right there. But see, our flesh says, God, God, where'd you go, God? He's still there. He still loves you. Don't you ever forget that part about that. You're God's righteousness. See, Jesus, and I want to speak just for a few minutes about fellowshipping with him and understanding this righteous, just how righteous we are. And to put something in your mind to send you out this week to know there's something going to come at me, but I'm always going to be the righteousness of God. There's something going to tempt me, but Jesus is with me. He's my help. He's my encouragement. He's going to lift me. He's going to direct me. He's going to speak a word to me. Amen. Because God's speaking whether you're hearing. Amen. So we, we, we need to understand that uh, Jesus was always in fellowship with his Father. Always. And, and that's, wouldn't it be great to be that so in tune that we never lost our fellowship? But we do. We get angry. We get upset. We question God when he tells us, don't question me. No, I'm working all things out for your good. Everything I'm doing is benefiting you. See, now you go back to the evil versus the good. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. It's like taking an exam, and then he gives you the answer. These things are facing you. Choose life. He didn't say try both to see which one you like the best. He didn't say live, you know, so many months for the evil and then come back and live so many months for, for, for the good or the blessings. He said, choose life. It's better. Amen. Every time, life is better than death. Amen. Blessings are better than curses. Amen. And he took choose life. Choose righteousness. Choose his love. Choose to lift up the name of Jesus instead of question the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory. He's a, he's a wonderful God. But he, he, you understand, he stayed in constant fellowship with his Father. Always. He, he said, everything I say and do, I do it under my Father's direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to do anything unless my father sent me or told me to do it. Amen. And, and he says, that's the fruit of my life. That, that, that's how I stay in right standing with God is to stay in right fellowship with God. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we've got so backwards in this sin-filled world that we think Sunday is the only day that we're supposed to serve God. It's the only day we ain't supposed to cuss. It's the only day we ain't supposed to act up. It's the only day we ain't supposed to argue with people. You know, it's the day that we can go out and eat. 
you, you know, and, and go find us a restaurant and sit down and we'll, we'll act all holy and we'll act righteous and it's the only meal that we're going to pray over all week long, you know, while we're out in public and we're sitting around the table and we're all going, let's bow our heads and let's pray. You ain't prayed all week. I told you this morning, I'm just going to preach where we live. I'm just going to preach right where we're walking. That ain't right standing with God. Ain't chewing you out. I want you to get your attention this morning. Amen. Because it sure got mine. That we got to stay in right standing. He said, that's the fruit of my life is Jesus. Everything I pick, I pick from him. Amen. That's what he's saying here. My whole life, everything about me is about him. It's about his direction, his voice, his leadership, his direction. And I don't ever want to break that fellowship with him. Amen. So, you, you know, well, that ain't possible living in. Yeah, it is. It, it comes back this morning. Choosing. Choose to stay in fellowship with God. Choose to be the righteousness of God. You are whether you choose it or not. It's just like if you got saved and all of a sudden you don't want to be saved anymore. Sorry, you're still saved. Can I pause right there? I don't know where my grand boy went, but he accepted Jesus tonight as his Lord and his Savior. Amen. I think the Lord deserves the praise right there. Did, did she take him home? Did she take him home? I don't know, but he coming home from his up there all day with his granny at the hospital and coming home and he, he just made a few comments and they asked him if he'd like to be saved and he said yes he would and he repeated what they, uh, what they ask him to repeat, and his name is now written in the Amen. Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. It's one of the... See, God's still working. God's still moving. God ain't powerless, regardless of what's going on. You need to understand that. There's some things going on, and they're uncomfortable, and they don't like them, but God's still God. You know, he's still saving. He still heals. He's, he still delivers. He's still God. He's still on the throne. And we oh, so easily forget that. So we got to understand God, God is good. And Jesus was so united and so in fellowship with, with God that, uh, you know, Enoch and Abraham, they had a special relationship with God. But Jesus was even different. Amen. His relationship was, why was his different than Abraham and Enoch? Because Jesus never messed up. Not one time. He never sinned. He never fell short. Why? He never broke the relationship. He never broke the fellowship. Makes sense to you? You, you understand it? That's why he's just, that's why. It, it ain't because God purposely put him, he had the right to fail. He had the right, just like you and I do, to quit. Everybody, who's got jobs? You know, I'll give you a word of wisdom here that I told a guy one time. You know, you don't have to go back to that plant. They cannot force you. They cannot make you work that job tomorrow. That's the power you always have over them. You do not have to work for them if you choose not to. You going? I ain't working for you no more. I quit. They can't force you to stay there and work. That's church. And what I want you to see there is we always have power over enemy. 
He cannot force us to quit. He cannot force us to fail if we choose not to because of Jesus, because of the cross, because of the blood, because he's still God and he, he changes not. Is that what his word tells us? He's always God and he, and, he, and he don't change. Through that, we have that authority to take his name and to take his word and overcome all the, all, everything, all of our enemies. That's some good news. That, that, that's some encouragement right there. That we, uh, we just got to understand we're righteous. And that we overcome the trials of the devil and the temptations by, the, by our words, by our fellowship, and by understanding who we are in him. Amen. Did Jesus have problems? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did. Oh, now somebody, boy, there wasn't some eyebrows. Sure he did. The Bible says, Hebrews uh, chapter 4 said, he was tried and tempted just as we were. Did he face sickness? Sure he did. Was he tempted with lust? He is a man. You better believe he was. Sure he was. Did he go through trials and did he go through tests? Yes, he did. But he took all that upon himself and says, now we can be free from it. I overcome it. I made you an overcomer. Amen. Amen. So we always have that, that nugget, that, that, that hope that I'm righteous, I'm redeemed, and I can overcome anything that's that I'm facing, anything that's troubling me, anything that's testing me, anything that's trying to make me choose evil over good, I have the, I have the final say. And I want you to go back and look at this job. You, you know, and look at it the same way. I have a job, and I have an appointment. I don't care if you've been there 25 years, 30 years, or you've been there four days. They still cannot make you work that job if you go in there and make a choice not to. They can't make you fail unless you choose to let him. He can't make you go against the word of God unless you choose to go against the word of God. He can't make you unrighteous. He can't, he can't make you not the redeemed. He, he, he's powerless against you except by the authority of the choices you make to let him. You understand that? That's a good word right there. I don't care who's up here preaching it. That's good. He, can, he cannot force anything on you you choose not to, you choose not to have. Amen. Glory. He, he, he was tempted. The devil messed with him like the devil messes with us. And, and not only he faced one, well, he faced whole legions of devils. And he still told them no. Every time that, we were, that he, he was tried and tested, he, he, chose, he chose the good, not the evil. Amen. That's good news. Amen. Man, that's encouraging. He came as a man and walked on this earth just, just like you and I did. And for 33 years, he perfectly pleased the Father. Why? Because he was the Son of God, had nothing to do with it. He had the right to quit at any time. He could, he could, have, he could have said, I ain't going to be the Son of God anymore. I know who my daddy is, but I ain't going to do what he says no more. Happens every day. Here on this earth, kids don't want to obey their parents anymore. 
Don't think it's necessary. Don't think they have to. You're just old and goofy and you don't know what's going on in the world and you're hindering me from enjoying my life. And they go against their mother and their father. Jesus chose not to. It's, it's a choosing thing, church. I choose the righteousness of God. I choose to dwell in that secret place of the Most High. I choose to know God's bigger than my circumstance. Amen. Do I always get the answer that I'm looking for? But it don't help. But it don't stop me from from pressing towards it. God tells me He's on time. Now I either got to believe that, or I've got to not not believe it. I choose to believe God shows up just in time, Amen. and right on time, and He'll show up with a greater blessing. Hallelujah. He came. Understand it. He came with the power to destroy natural law. Hallelujah. Not a commandment, not a bunch of laws put together that we're supposed to serve under. We serve under the power and the blood of Jesus. He came to break natural law in a man's life, in men's, men's life. That was his purpose. And he'd done it, hear me good, he'd done it to perfection. Not one thing that you've went through or going to go through is left out. So when I'm tried and when I'm tested, I've got to choose Jesus. I've got to choose life over death. I've got to choose blessings over cursings every time, regardless of what my circumstances are telling me, regardless of what my circumstances look like. I'm the righteousness of God, and I can overcome. Amen. You know, we always find reasons to question God. We always find reasons to see, well, God ain't working. It's not that you can't see God working. It's that you're blinded by your circumstance. Hallelujah. You, you, you know, we're, we, we get so focused on what's going on around us that we forget who we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So why does these things happen to Christians? Because the devil's out to get you. That's why. They're happening to sinners. They just don't know any different. It's just life to them. It's just living in this sin-filled world that we was talking about earlier. They don't think nothing about it. Sinners are supposed to sin. I was a good one. I didn't let it down. I mean, I sinned good. When I gave my life to Jesus, I, I stopped all that foolishness. Oh, you don't sin no more? Sure. I don't do it deliberately. You tried? Yes, I am. You tested? Yes, I am. Do you say the right thing every time? No, but I'm still righteous. And I do. God get my attention. God get my focus. Let me see you through this instead of seeing all the mess and all the tribulation that's going on. Let me see you. So, so that's why. The next time you want to question God, why does this happen? Because this world hates me. That's why I'm tried and that's why I'm tested. Uh, the, the, the devil come against Jesus. You think he's not going to come against you? And he thought he could defeat him and thought he had him until he knocked on, the, uh, on hell's door. Oh, you dead. You ain't supposed to be here. I'm here and I'm fixing to take 
take order in this place. And he did. Now he's rose again. You, you, you're not done till, 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 if it's done, you need to let God tell you it's done. If it's over, you need to let God tell you it's over. Don't ever let Satan tell you it's over and it's finished and there's no hope for you. The power of God always reigns. The power of God is always bigger than the circumstance. The power of God never grows weak through a trial or through a test. So we've got to understand, yes, things happen to Christians. Yes, we're tested and tried. Jesus was tested and tried. So yes, he, he will come at you. you. You understand, devil is a real thing. It's just not, it's not a fairy tale. But just every now and then somebody pulls, pulls him out of their hat and sticks him on somebody. The word said he goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for your weakness. He's looking for that off word. And he don't come to play fair. And he don't care who he hurts in the process. He don't care who he steps on to get to where he wants to go. I come to kill, steal, and destroy. Of any of these things, which one of them do you like? The killing part? The destroying part? Or you want him to just rob you blind? Because he will. As long as you give him place. That's why the Bible encourages give no place to the devil. If we give no place to the devil, he has no place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Staying in fellowship with God will keep him in his place. Yeah. Meaning Satan. It, it'll stop him. But you need to leave here tonight knowing he's real. Knowing he hates you. And knowing he's out to get you. But you have a remedy. Amen. You have a remedy. And that's Jesus Christ. And that's the blood that was shed for you and I. Hallelujah. During this day and time, we hear everything that goes against the word of God. They say the food we eat is poison. Those on layers falling apart. The earth is losing its, uh, its mineral value to even grow stuff. That's why they have to put so many chemicals on it to grow. It, uh, you know, they're trying organic stuff. It, uh, in a natural, you, you would think, why try? Everything's falling apart. Everything but Jesus. The thing you need to hold on to the most. Jesus can grow a vegetable. He'll keep it pure. You know, they got 9,000 things now, uh, or 9 million things, uh, you know, that's causing disease in people's body. You better not eat this, and you better eat this, and don't eat that, and you better rub this on, and don't rub that on. You know, there's so many. Medicine, when I grew up, you didn't hear all these side effects. You can't take an aspirin now without having to read a piece of paper this long of, all, of everything an aspirin will do to you. It's because the world is waxing cold. They don't know any other answer but destruction. You as a Christian should know nothing but, but victory because of Jesus. I overcome by the words of my testimony and by the blood that was shed for, the, that was shed for me. I can overcome all these things. Yeah. It's not this world. Gonna, this world ain't going to take me down. Right. Amen. 
This world is not who I'm answering to. I don't care what the scientists say. I don't care what the news says. I don't watch it anyway. It interferes with other stuff I want to watch. I'd rather laugh something and laugh at it as to watch some news tell me how this world's going to get me and how everything else is out, out, to, out being destroyed. That's the scientist's job. They're, 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 it's their job to tell you how bad things are. This tells you how good everything is and how good it can be. Jesus, he's your answer. Don't lose fellowship with him. Don't forget he died for you. Don't forget he still saves and he still heals and he still delivers. That he still blesses. That I come that they may have life and have it in abundance. Amen. I spoke to you this morning about that very thing. Choosing life. Choosing blessings. Forgetting evil. Knowing I'm righteous and God brings me victory. Choosing life and choosing Jesus' life, it's, no, it's an abundant thing. You, you hear me? He just don't have a life. He has an abundant, more life than you could ever imagine. Some of us just want to get through today. We'll get through today, and tomorrow we'll worry about tomorrow. You know? Today, understand this. Jesus don't give you just enough life to get by. He gives you a life for abundance, not only for yourself, but the people that's around you. You can share it with others. We forget that because of the test and because of the trials. Lose focus. Lose our understanding. But God's still God. Yes. Regardless of what your focus is and what your thing and what your agendas are. He's still God. You born again? Yes. Are you born again? Have you accepted Jesus? Amen. You win. The hope of glory. You win. You, you've got this thing figured out. But, but the next thing you have to do is you've got to understand what that brings to you. The gift that, that is involved in that. The areas that it covers. I just don't want to walk this earth. And I, and I preached to you this many times. And, and talked to you this many times. In Bible study. I just don't want to be a saved Christian. I want to be a blessed one. Amen. I want to be an overcoming Christian. I want to be one that understands God's word. Praise the Lord. I don't ever have to go to hell. I took care of that. But while I'm here I want to live blessed. I want to live free. I want to live well. I want the wholeness. Most Christians don't have enough power to blow fuzz off a peach because they won't take time to, time to study it out and know that they have the power over their enemies. Amen. They just take anything that comes. They tolerate. They, they have built up a tolerance to Satan's tactics instead of rebuking them. Amen. You have Jesus living on the inside of you. You have victory. Put it to use. 
you, you have the ability to live in that secret place. Psalms 91, of the Most High God. That anything comes my way, I've already got victory. I'm already an overcomer. It's, it shouldn't be about what the scientists are telling you. It should be about what the Word of God is telling you. It shouldn't be about trials and tribulations. It should be, I overcome my trials and tribulations. It shouldn't be, do I want to serve God today? I choose God today over everything else. There's nothing that should be any more important to you. There's nothing that should, should distract you from your fellowship and your time and your, and your fellowship with him. It, church, it goes back to the breaking of the fellowship. I'm going to break fellowship with you today, God, because I just want to. I'm going to break fellowship with you today because I'm busy. I'm going to break fellowship with you today because I don't feel good. I'm going to break fellowship with you today because I'm dealing with something and, and you know, I ain't got time for both. You know, in other words, you ain't a multitasker. I want to encourage you tonight. Don't break fellowship with God. Stay in constant fellowship with him. Never forget you're the righteousness of God. When you're tested, never say you're tested of God. Amen. Amen. Always have a praise. Always be ready to rejoice. Always be ready to say a good report instead of a negative report. There's enough negative going on in the world. They don't need a Christian's negative helping them. Amen. Amen. Can you say something good? Don't say nothing. There's no law that says you have to talk. And some of us talk way too much. It wouldn't hurt you to be quiet for about two weeks. I ain't saying that to be funny. I ain't saying that to hurt you. I'm saying that to help you. A lot of us, it'd be good just to get our mouth, to close our mouth and listen for a little bit. God's in love with you. And he didn't put you on this world to fail. He's put you down here to struggle. He put you to be a light. Choose life. And if you choose his life, you've got to automatically understand it's an abundant life. It's more than the life that I would want for myself. He has one way better. And I can have it here. And I can have it now. First thing you ought to do in the morning when you, when you get up is just shout, I'm an overcomer of everything coming my way today. I already have victory. I'll walk in fellowship with, with, with the Lord. It should be a goal of yours. Some people have a goal to lose weight. Some people have, have a goal, you know, to make money, to get to retirement. Some people have all kinds of goals. A, a Christian's ultimate goal is, I want to walk in the goodness of God. I want to constantly stay in fellowship with him. That should be your everyday goal. And if, and, let me have, and if that's your everyday goal, you'll never come up short. You'll never come up behind. And you'll quit questioning God and constantly praise Him. 
too much questioning God of whys and how comes. And, and no, Jesus te was tested. So you're going to be tested. Be encouraged, church. You're a winner. God puts you, God puts you here as a winner. And he intends you to fulfill your life and leave a winner after 850 more years. Well, that's impossible. Scientists say it is. God says it ain't. That's always amazed me since I've been a Christian as I, I got introduced into the Word of God and how them people years ago could live the, that long a life. They didn't know they were supposed to die. Nobody told them every day that something was going to get them. Tomato. Cause you to die. This will get you, that will get you. They just lived and they stayed in fellowship with God. I encourage you this week to speak a good report over everything that's going on around you. Say something good about it. Spend, spend some time fellowshipping with God, renewing that relationship. We, we, we talk a lot on the job about complacency because we have these people that, you know, they've worked with us for years and they've run this heavy equipment and they've done these skilled tasks for, for years dealing with a pipe, whether it's welding or fitting, fitting or whatever. And they can do it blindfolded. They can do it. They can be working over here, looking over here, having, carrying on a conversation and never walk. But with complacency, that's where the injuries come in. And that's the part I'm supposed to help prevent. You know, so we talk to them constantly. Yeah, you've run a track hole, this monstrous machine that can move mountains of dirt in a little bit of time. Uh, you know, you've run this thing for 30 years. You don't have to even think about what you, it's like brushing their teeth. They just get up and, act, and, and do it. Without, but the minute that they think they're better than the machine, that's when something happens. The minute you think the devil ain't after you, that's when he's going to get you. The minute you think you've arrived in your relationship with God, don't turn your back on him. Keep your foot on him. That's what the word says. Keep him under your feet. Be encouraged this Amen. week. Thank you, Father. Speak a good thing. Renew your relationship. Don't get complacent. Well, I'm saved. You know, the devil don't care. It don't hurt his feelings. It don't up upset him one bit that you're saved. He just soon kill a saved one as an unsaved one. He's no respecter of person. But through all that, I have victory in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God. If God be for me, who can stand against me? Amen. I, I got this one. Check up on you. Stand to your feet. Check up on your fellowship. If something's happened to it, renew it. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. You won't go wrong.
You can go wrong believing in him. You won't go wrong serving him. And the blessings will come. This week, church, choose life. Choose blessings. Forget about the other part, the, the death and the cursing. The evil is only going to destroy you. And the evil's never going to work out for you. Amen. Amen. Can you give him praise and a shout? He loves you. He loves you. He is so in love with you. Remember that this week. Really believe we, really, we need to check up on our life in Christ Jesus. We need to look to the life that Jesus led before his father. Take some reflection off of that. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. This week will be a choice. I, choose, I pray that you choose the right one. I pray you choose blessings every time. Michael back there somewhere? You want to bring him up here, huh? Bring him up, Will. We give you. Anybody need anything? Anybody need prayer? Anybody feel like they need to say something? What? You want prayer?